All right, Pat, is there an agenda? Want to make it a separate, like, just different format where we don't have the normal hour of stuff in front of everything? You're asking me to change format? Why would you do that to me? Because you didn't give me an agenda. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, that's totally fair. Because <laughs> he can. Because he can. No, no the no, agenda no. is okay. uh, let's ask John. John a crap ton of questions and have him tell us super cool stuff. <laughs> Anything we Under can get Under torture of, of death, right? Snafu. Situation normal. All, all fouled up. This is Snafu. All right. All right. Welcome to another episode of Snafu. With me tonight is Pat. Hey, guys. How's it going? Sorry, he was drinking, apparently. <laughs> Just kind of jumped right in here. Uh, Jeff. Howdy, y'all. And our special guest tonight is John Russell from War hey, War guys. Games. Say hi. Hi, guys. Uh, thank you, hey, John. John. How's it going? Yeah. Good, good. Busy, busy. We're certainly rolling to a... Okay, the uh, convention schedule the next eight or nine weeks. We let's see. I think next nine, eight weeks, nine weeks. We got eight events. So yeah, it's gonna be busy. We'll be on the road for about eight weeks. It's gonna be great. Do you get Do you get an RV or just get a car? It would be nice. You know, that'd be nice. You know, cross country stuff. But right now, uh, I used to. So far, we've racked up about ten thousand miles. We got fifteen more events to go before the end of the year. And my my two thousand GMC. Uh, truck trigger, uh, the white truck is uh, reaching 270,000 miles and decided that she needs a rest. <laughs> uh, the air conditioning is no longer working like it did. Mm, the uh, check engine yeah. lights staying on, and now the transmission slipping a little bit. So we're going to be uh, testing new uh, ways to uh, transport our stuff. I'll either be borrowing my wife's van, I can take the seats out and stuff, or I might be getting a starting to do some rental trucks to see what the difference is, you know, transits and you know all those other ones and try. But never fear, my hearty uh, listeners, we will be at these conventions with a ton of stuff for you to buy and purchase and show. So we'll be there. Well, it's not going to sell itself. So but exactly. with, with that much with that much travel time, you must be really good at the livestock road game. <laughs> uh, it, it all depends on who's with me. Sometimes I have, uh, uh, so you know, I have my raiders around that I'll just meet at certain locations, or some will travel with me. Uh, the last event we were at was uh, down in Texas at Frontline Games in uh, with Mario and Melinda and, uh, and their seven kids at Frontline Games, eight thousand square feet. They had an open house at their warehouse. It was a lot of fun. Uh, Brian Swanson and his son Colton came down with me, and uh, we did a bolt action tournament down there. Colton won it, and then we had uh, a bunch of people come over and ask us a bunch of questions. Uh, got a chance to show off Strontium Dog. That's a fun-ass game, uh, and I can cuss, right? So here we go. Uh, Strontium <laughs> Dog's a great game. Uh, it's, I'm going to go with yes. Okay, excellent. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it, it's, it's, a, it's a harder sell in America because not a lot of people read this comic book that's been around since 1980, <laughs> or late, late 70s, early 80s. Uh, Judge Dredd is from the same genre, uh, so there's a okay. couple years in the past. But Johnny tra time travels, and there is actually a couple episodes with uh, Dredd. But anyway, I digress. Uh, we had a good time there. Did some uh, Blood Red Skies. That was a good time. 
next week, this weekend will be in Tulsa for maneuvers. And I've totally gone off track, haven't I? I'm sorry. But, um, no, no, you're, you're telling and, us about uh, the stuff you're doing. Week after that, we're going to be uh, in uh, Siege World in St. Louis. The week after that's Nova. Uh, the week after that's back down to Texas for the uh, Texas Expo. Then I think the week after that I go back to the I've been recalled to the home country to the HQ to do some stuff. Then back for SpaCon, and then uh, ClawCon and recruits, and then uh, we're into October. So it's You've gonna just be busy. Listed. You've listed more cons than I've been to in my life. Yeah, I'm, I'm exhausted for you already. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm looking forward to uh, November. We're going to come up to uh, uh, you guys' uh, GT on the 18th, 17th, 18th, and uh, have some fun up there. So I'm looking forward to seeing you guys face-to-face. Yeah. We're, yeah, we're that's going to be pretty cool. Up. Super stoked about that. Yeah. Roger, roger. Well, uh yeah, you've been doing a lot. That's that's all insane. Well, that's stuff, just but... yeah, and that's just con stuff. Then we're talking. Then we can start talking about you know painting uh, strontium dog and writing that uh, Korea. Oh, I'm sorry, I can't talk about that. So um, and working on. Oh, wait, 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 that wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. I heard something there. I heard something there. I'm going to rewind yeah. the tapes later. All right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're wrapping up a, a project that me and uh, Steve Smith have been working on for the last three, four months, and I've I've talked about it before, and I think you guys heard about it. But our Korea supplement. Um, so that's finally in the can, uh, and we're going to oh, start uh, probably oh, by the time sweet. this by the time this airs, we'll be in the final edit. So sometime next year, you're going to see a, a Korea supplement uh, with some new models. Um, also, we're working on some other neat little skirmish type stuff, and then you know we got our cruel seas coming out in the fall. That's our boat game. That's uh, it's it's a lot of fun. It's like Blood Red Skies, but on the sea, and it's it involves all the little motorboat transports. You know the PT 109s, the e boats. Uh, it's got Japanese, it's got Russian, it's got Italian, it's got British, it's got American, it's got German. Uh, it's got you know seven different nationalities. There'll be fleets coming out right around Christmas time, and it's all that you know knife thrusts in the darks. You know uh, Saint Nazaire raid. It's okay. one two hundred and fiftieth scale, so you won't see it anything larger than a destroyer. Uh, uh, so it, uh, no aircraft carriers. No, no, no. Uh, that that that's for Blood Red Skies, like they did at Sloot. I'm sure you guys saw those pictures. Um, no. Uh, well, you didn't. Oh, yeah. Salute this year. Uh, they took, uh, there's actually a 1-200 scale USS Hornet out there. Uh, it's four feet long. And what they did is they got it, they painted it up, and then they did Blood Red Skies at Salute in England with uh, Japanese Cates uh, and Zeros attacking and Wildcats coming off the deck. And Joe Foss, if, you're, uh, if you know about Guadalcanal, Joe Foss, uh, his guys came off the deck of the carrier and defended uh, the Hornet. It was a it was a hoot and holler. A lot of people had a good time, but um, okay. it was great. Uh, so, with Blood Red Skies and with Cruel Seas and this other little skirmish game we're kind of working on that I can't talk about, um, you can take like anybody of those out there, your listeners that came down to World of Games Con in in May. Uh, we're looking at another venue possibly. So the date has been announced, but maybe June. Uh, we had four tables set up. We had bolt action on one table. It was Guadalcanal. And we had some Japanese and, and Marines fighting it out. And on another table, we had uh, a uh, Blood Red Skies game going on with Japanese Bettys uh, being escorted by Zeros. And Joe Foss and his crew uh, with with a bunch of metal 
Wildcats that we're probably going to release here pretty soon uh, coming out and uh, they were trying to fight the bombers and stop them from getting off the table if they got off the table they would have made it and translated onto the main bolt action board as a bombardment for the Japanese against the marines okay we were, yeah, I've seen some people starting to work that out right uh, and then we used the cruel seas table for Japanese reinforcements trying to come down the slot. And the PT boats were trying to stop them. And if they got on there, then the Japanese would have got reinforcements on the main board. And then our other little skirmish game we call Raiders is man on man, where all the guys get dice in the squad instead of just the one dice per squad. And uh, that was a Raider unit of Marines trying to get through a Japanese village. And if they got through, then two squads of Marines got to outflank on the uh, main table. So there's four okay. games all playing at the same time, all for Guadalcanal. And uh, it worked really, really well. We might translate that into other places like, you know, Stalingrad or something like that. That sounds absolutely amazing. That was a lot yeah. of fun. Uh, and so maybe by the time... And maybe Quite by the time I come up there in November, I can tell you a little more about Stalingrad, but I can't tell you about that now. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, wow. I think I think all three of us at this point have picked up Blood Red Skies, right? Excellent. Yeah, I just got yes. my bombers, as a yeah, matter of fact. We, 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 <clears> all we mine comes tomorrow. Ringed pad into mine it are as well. assembled. Oh, mine are not assembled yet. Yeah, yeah. New games are a really tough sell on Pat. <laughs> so, and how many of you guys looked at that Ju fifty two and said, "Okay, here comes Crete." Uh, I did. It's that's what's coming in the mail. <laughs> Excellent. Well, this month's uh, War Games Illustrated's got a really good article on Crete, and uh, uh, and there's, it's, I think it's a two part article. That's the first part, and uh, you guys are gonna enjoy the heck out of that one. Awesome. awesome. Cool. Yeah. Well, I, I think I had talked to you on the phone a little bit, John, and you had mentioned about those linked game stuff, and I'm like, so I have a wide collection of British for bolt action, so it quickly yeah. became obvious to me to just pick up a whole bunch of British Spitfires and some of the bombers yeah. and stuff like that. I'm like, I think we're going to do some linked games with this. That sounds pretty <laughs> spectacular. Oh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. And then when we start doing the ground attack, oh, wait a minute. Um, when we start doing other things with Blood Red Skies, uh, you're going to have, uh, this going to be a lot of fun. There's going to be more linking. Uh, but uh, it, it's it's a great game as it is. It's we did a, a game at Dicon, no, at Little Wars, uh, a couple months back. We had eleven players. We had twenty two airplanes on the table, and from the "Hello, my name is John. This is Blood Red Skies," to and that's it. The game's over. Was an hour and a half. Twenty two airplanes. Yeah. What? Wow. Twenty two airplanes. Hour and a half done it was phenomenal yeah. everybody was just laughing it one plane got shot down it was just <laughs> it was phenomenal the, the 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 boom and zoom chips were flying everybody was they kind of busted up in two little fur balls it was hilarious but god everybody's having fun they want to do it again so we did it again the next night we can't get <laughs> we can't get four guys to commit to one game in an hour and a half oh yeah blood guys <laughs> is designed for 12 planes 45 minutes and it's and it's designed to we call it chess in the sky because basically you're setting up your target for your wingman, which is kind of what it was. I mean, there wasn't any more lone wolves like there were in World War One. You know, you're, you're, you're uh, Frank Luke and, and Gunny Mare and, and those guys that go out by themselves. No, you got to have a partner because he's got to check, check your six and make sure that everything's good back there and keep those people off your tail while you go uh, chew up other planes. Actually just finished up some... Uh, 
uh, Russian heavies for K-47 along with some Ursine, and I did the, the Walker, uh, the the Soviet Cossack, and I think the uh, the Tesla turret. Uh, so I'm mean, not Tesla turret, the Zap the Zap turret. So we're gonna start doing more demos and stuff for K-47. I've actually got the Germans on the table next to the Americans, and I was doing a little side work on some Gangs of Rome stuff. So. Uh, but uh, I also got <laughs> put together one of my JU-52s. Now I just got to paint it. Uh, one of them. Uh, yep, yep. So that's going on. And I also got um, some terrain I'm working on. Uh, we're working on uh, trying to get some more ideas for uh, tournaments. Uh, but, but modeling-wise, I've been... Uh, and, of course, I painted all my strontium dog stuff with the exception of the weeds and the two motorbikes, but uh, uh, hover bikes. I'll get those done here real quick. But I got all the stuff ready for. Did a did a demo table, and we we ran them while you were gone, Pat. We talked about maybe you were on when we talked about the conventions we've been at. And we're going to. We did do a couple of demos of Strontium Dog down at uh, Texas. It's already sold out. It's uh, being reordered already. Um, it's uh, wow. It's wow. A, yeah. It yeah, it's a fun fun game. The the rule book is phenomenal. Every there's about a color on almost every page. Almost every page has got some kind of picture either from the comic strip slash graphic novel or a comic strip-like picture with our models in it. So it's it's really well done. It's going to be a real good system. Uh, it, it's our basic system. You know, Andy Chambers and, and Gaffer did a, a smash-up job with it. It's quick, fast, and fun. You can make your own mutants in it. You can make your own scenarios. You, and it's a really detailed scenario generator, and you can go into campaigns and have grudges against your friends and, and hunt, hunt down the, the different outlaws and, and different uh, mutants that are on the Bonnie Hile, and you can play Johnny or any other ones. Next batch of stuff coming out, uh, McNulty's coming out with uh, uh, Durham, uh, you know, Red, and, uh, of course, uh, the, the Howlers. I'm kind of looking forward to the Howlers. Uh, of course, if you haven't read any of the graphic novels or the stories, this means absolutely nothing to you. But... Uh, uh, just be advised that uh, I, it's it's about 80 or 90 years after Judge Dredd. However, Johnny does time travel, and Johnny has met Judge Dredd, and there's a couple of uh, series with Dredd. And, in fact, one of the series, for you bolt-action guys out there, uh, Johnny goes back and tries to kidnap Hitler. So there's actually a chance that you can use <laughs> your bolt-action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Johnny, well, and you can use your Johnny Alpha figures and, and bolt-action. So... Um, it's a lot of fun, about 80, 90 pages of rules. And it's the, we have the complete rights to 2080, uh, the, the, the graphic novel. So in that genre is, you know, Rogue Trooper, uh, Slain, uh, um, oh, what's the other one? There's, um, oh, uh, Torquemada, and then, of course, Judge Dredd. So there's a good chance you might see something of those lines later on down the line in this same or different format. But be advised, it's going to get better. Interesting. I Great. Now I'm all excited, man. Jeez. Right, yeah. As I was going to say, I quite honestly hadn't spent a lot of time looking at it. It, it, it looks interesting enough that it could be worth uh, another look. Yeah, it's only... You, you need about six models, eight models, tops, maybe. And, uh, That's too many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't do uh, it. Yeah, and it's uh, quick, fast, and... Uh, Fun. Me and Tony played the first. There's there's three scenarios in the in the box set: the good, the bad, the muty. And uh, we played the good 
I played as Johnny first time, then he played as Johnny. We played two games in about an hour and a half, two hours, maybe. And that's stopping and checking the rule book every time to make sure we're getting it right because we're going to want to make sure when we go out and demo, we want to make sure we get it right. So, yeah, uh, that's a good call. It was a lot of fun. And the chicanery cards and the ammo cards and the back and forth. And uh, it works a lot like bolt action with the exception of they have added cool into the game as a stat. And cool, <laughs> if you're, if you're, uh, if you're like Johnny Alpha and you're really cool, your your chit that's in the bag has a star on it. And once you've activated Johnny or Wolf Sternhammer or Gronk, you can make a cool check. And if you pass that, you can put that chip back in the bag and draw it out later. So until the sun burns out, you can keep running Johnny over and over and over because he is a superhero, you know, kind of thing. He's a he's a a good protagonist in the story, but um, so you can do a lot of fun things with with, with the main characters. Yeah, that sounds that sounds pretty cool. That sounds friggin' awesome. Yeah, we're gonna have to yeah. dig in and look around, or we'll we'll get an opportunity, hopefully, maybe to see it on on uh, at Renegade. Oh yeah, yeah, I'll bring it up. Yeah, you guys come play with Renegade. We'll we'll have that, and uh, maybe we'll have a copy of Cruel Seas by then. So yeah, well, let's, let's well I have so, a copy, maybe. but what? <laughs> well, you have a copy, but you may not be able to bring it yet. Is that what I'm, you're saying? I'm hoping for an extra copy that you can leave behind. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we've got uh, – it, it's off the printer. Let's so be real by, here. Yeah, hopefully by the time it, uh, it comes back, we'll be able to okay, – I can show the – right now it's, you know, paper cardboard cutouts. I mean, I've got – they've got some models out there. I've seen some models that are just phenomenal. I played with it a little bit uh, when I was over in England in March. Um, but um, it, it's a lot of fun. Uh, you're gonna love it. You know, you know, just to throw this at you, there would be really cool is to have that demo copy of yours signed by you as kind of like a first place prize for the tournament. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah, there, there's a chance maybe, or maybe uh, uh, I'm 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 scheduled kind of maybe to go over in September, so maybe I might be able to grab something or uh, Ooh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, that'd be great. Or an autographed yeah. copy of Bolt Action, you know, by Alessio. I've got a couple of those floating around, so you know. Ooh, that would also be very cool. Let's not, let's, not, let's not show everyone our hand was as far as prizing, prizes go. Like we'll uh, yeah. keep those in the bag. I'm just, just reminding him what I'm going to needle him about later on. So <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. All right. Well, you, so you think I mean, you think this promo stuff happens by itself? No, you got to prime him up a little bit first. Well, that's right. Know. That's right. Perfect. Yeah. So I I hear. Well, I've seen. That there is a new Warlord supplement coming for Bolt Action, correct? Can you talk about that one yet? Or was that one open? That one's been announced Which one? for. Is it hot uh, in here, or is it just West... me? Yeah, right. Yeah, Western yeah. Desert. You guys seen the catalog, right? Yep. 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 I just actually got my catalog today. Excellent. And how many downloaded the catalog? Ah, uh, that would be me. Excellent. Excellent. It's um. A lot of people have been asking us for catalogs, and it's just uh, Simon Tiff and his crew, Richard Carlisle and uh, um, Sarah and Rick and all the guys in the web team really, and Steve Morgan really did a great job uh, coming out with this. Uh, we tried it. Uh, we produced, I think, 2,000, 3,000. Uh, then we did it on PDF, then we did it for free, and uh, it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. It's got pictures of the, of the models we're going to come out with, stuff we're going to do. The rule book is about 150 plus pages. When I was paging, oh, I mean, when I um, 
The rule book is phenomenal. Uh, it's going to be great. <laughs> There's a bunch of scenarios in there. Um, a lot of people have been wanting a lot of things, and I think a majority of you guys are going to be happy. Uh, it's it, uh, How can I say this? Um, almost all the protagonists that took part in North Africa will be there, if that helps. Okay. All right, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jeff would have to tell us who those all were. We know the major <laughs> players, but Jeff would know the rest of them. I, I can't imagine Finland were skiing down the, the sand. Well, oh, that only happens in our podcasts. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Or K-47. Yeah. Yeah, we're just talking people into bringing skis to the desert, yes. Yeah. And then I it's made good. a snowboard it's... and discovered what a truly pain in the butt that is. Yeah. There's, there's over... There's a buttload of scenarios. There, okay. the, 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 the more than Market Garden because I had 27, I think. A little less, a little less, okay. not much okay. less. Okay. Uh, and uh, okay. about 140, 150 plus pages. Um, okay. Yeah, it's really good. It's uh, there's a lot of good stuff in there. You're gonna like it. Oh yeah. Well, I'm intrigued already. So. I mean, you probably can't tell us a whole lot more. When is? Do you know when it? Did, do we have a release date yet for it, or is that still in middle middle end of September? Yep. Okay. So just again, just in time for our tournament. Yeah. Okay. I don't think I don't think that it'll change anyone's selector. Well, our list due by then, Pat. November first. Uh, right? they are due. No, no theater. Like so first week in November. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, I'm assuming that there are theater selectors of some sort in there, but not that it matters because ours is a no theater selector anyway, so it doesn't make a difference. But it's still intriguing. I'm intrigued. I'm trying to find this newsletter you speak of, and I can't find it anywhere. Or the, yeah, the Warlord newsletter. It, if you uh, sign, go to the website and load it up, you'll get access to it. Yeah, well, they, right. they don't make it too tough to find. No, really. I'm, I'm just scrolling through the on. I, I have the download of the catalog and. I'll give you all a little feedback. This is awesome. You guys should do this for everything. Well, so, it, it's September the 8th. And, uh, and, and if it goes over well and, and uh, the people love it and it does well, I, I would say you're probably going to see more of these. Yeah, and it's, it's always fantastic. cool. It's like, it's like, you know, the 80s and 90s. That's what that's you always did. How many of you guys went in the, gro- the store, you know, in your local game store and had that little checklist with you? Or mom or dad said, hey, Sonny, what do you want for Christmas or your birthday? And you hey, hand them that thing with all the checks in it, you know? Yep. <laughs> so it looks like September 18th is the release date for the Western Desert campaign. Yep, that sounds right. Wow. Okay. That according to my good friend Christian at Osprey Publishing. Yeah. Osprey oh, Publishing. That's right. Yeah. As long as you can get it off of uh, Amazon, we'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I believe our job is to talk about it and get plenty of others to uh, buy it. Right. right, exactly. Like Korea. Oh, I mean, like other things that we're going to do. Yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. So when you when you when you drop off a copy of that for me, we'll certainly uh get the get everything geared up for it. So by the time by the time uh I come up and see you guys, we should have a, a solid draft, I'm pretty sure by then. Okay. Okay. All the army lists are done, the scenarios are done, the intros are done, the, the uh um it's bolt action but it's not, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sure. Because well, it like happened like after, so. Well, it's right, it, it, and it's we added grenades, 
we added helicopters. We added, uh, you know, personal armor. We've added um, hand-to-hand combat's a little more brutal. There's two Gokhi, which Wait, is, you know, the brother. More? It's more brutal? Oh, is yeah. Is it more like Conflict 47 brutal? Yeah, two rounds. That's a, that's a, yeah, that's a pretty yeah. rough system for, for hand-to-hand. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Actually, I like, thought it was really cool. Yeah, Gates of, Gates of Atari's K-47 kind of hand-to-hand. That's what we're kind of pushing for. You know, grenades are a weapon now. Um, you know, helicopters, although not used in a combat type, they're in there for support or for uh, medivac. Um, uh, you know, medics are a little different. They're veteran NCOs, uh, there's different. They're, it's it's different because the war was different, but it's still your bolt action, just a little bit different. Sure, sure. Yeah, that's that. Still, multiple squads, or is it more lower level? Well, it's still multiple squads, just like bolt action. There's, uh, okay. we're going to steal a lot of. St- I mean, a lot of the stuff, bob wire, star shells, night attacks, city attacks, uh, uh, exhaustion, monsoons, frostbite, mud, snow. Uh, you know, that's all in there. I mean, if you've been to Korea, it's all that and a whole bunch of more. Seventy uh, percent of the country have- is mountainous. You know, so I mean, do it's, you have any Sharknadoes at all? Unfortunately, <laughs> not on the West Coast. Didn't, didn't make the first cut. That's right. No, um, <laughs> you know, you've got observer, you know, uh, artillery observers, aircraft observers. We're we're thinking about tossing in uh, uh, naval observers, you know, because on the East sure. Coast, the Mighty Mo was over there, so they're pounding away. Um, yeah. Night attacks. Uh, we're going to steal that section from New Guinea, the raiding section, you know, so you can do a lot of that. Um, okay. Because a lot of that was done after about fifty-one July, Ju- July August fifty-one. It was pretty much a stalemate. It was a lot, a lot of take that hilltop, lose that hilltop, take that hilltop kind of stuff. Um, uh, there was a lot of raids back and forth, uh, a lot of experimental stuff for different types of weapons and and the tactics and and it's so it, it's not K forty-seven. It's it's not it's not it's bolt action, but it's got more. I mean. They used grenades like crazy. I mean, the Chinese guys had five or six guys run up to the lines with nothing but um, satchels full of grenades and just start throwing grenades, you know. So, I mean, it's... Uh, now, every four... You know, one out of four grenades weren't... <laughs> were a dud. So, so after a while, the, the UN forces kind of had a contempt for the grenades. So, we, we tried to put that in there. And there's bugles and cavalry and, and mortars and jets and, you know, just... It's a lot of fun. Sounds uh, awesome. I would have to cry out "Broken Arrow" at some point. <laughs> no, well, actually, actually, yes, uh, because uh, during our research, uh, and, and this is just you know open source stuff. You go out there and start looking and digging in, and you think there was so Steve Smith and I went down so many rabbit holes, um, and discovering so many things, uh, and watching a lot of movies, not just you know. Bridges of Tokori or uh, Hold Back the Night or Hamburger Hill or Porkchop Hill, but uh, Togoki, which is a Korean film, which is really good. Uh, uh, it's got some propaganda in it, just like you'd think it would in the 50s, and it's got from the Koreans' perspective, and it was really good. I highly suggest that. And then there's uh, just how close, you know, going back to your Broken Arrow thing, just how close I don't think people realize just how close uh, a nuclear exchange came because uh, of Korea, so there, there's some stuff mm-hmm. in there for that. Uh, that's uh, I think one of the scenarios. Nuke them till they glow. Um, 
it's uh, so. Did, did you have a lot of takeaway from Mash then? Well, we 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 see. There's a you know. It's not really much of a combat game, is it? Well, no, but but twenty to thirty percent of the casualties in Korea War were in a hospital on an operating table within thirty minutes of getting wounded. Okay. So mm-hmm, I mean, yeah. uh, so now medics, you know, five or six for a UN medic instead of just a six. And uh, the heli- there's a helicopter scenario called uh, you have to get them out. Uh, you have to get so many casualties out of the area, and we call that one Valkyrie. Um, so um, uh, there's a uh, it's the, the, we we might have a mass unit, you know, for for modeling. You know, and you know, save the mash unit bug out or something like that. We're we're still toying with that idea. The the, the miniature for the book will not be Klinger, um, but you know, hey, um, oh. it actually might well, be. Well, you got to have radar as teddy bear, of course. Yeah. Well, actually, it might be Speakman. I don't know if you guys ever heard of a private guy named Private Speakman. Again, this is one, one of our uh, researchers. Uh, he was uh, he's a, a guy from the United Kingdom. Guy six six. Okay. And uh, in the late fifties, wow. fifty-two, I'd have to go dig again. I'm, it's late. I can't remember. Um, okay. But this guy was holding off a Chinese attack on their trench line, and uh, he was throwing grenades like they were hot potatoes. He ran out of hot potatoes, grenades, so he started throwing the next thing they had laying all over the place. They had just gotten their ration, so they had a bunch of empty beer bottles. So he's chucking empty beer bottles at these Chinese guys. So much so that he holds off the attack long enough for all of his guys to get back to the next line of defense, and he gets back there. So he survives. And in fact, this guy became the first Victoria Cross awarded by Queen Elizabeth. And in fact, he's still alive today. He's one of ten Victoria Cross guys still alive in the United Kingdom. Wow. Wow. So we yeah, might make him the dude. People say Americans book. drink too much beer. No kidding. Exactly. So I mean, and, and that, that, when we read that story, that was well, we got to put him in there somewhere. You know, he's incredible. So oh, yeah. You know, yeah. And of course, Sergeant Reckless. You guys all know about him, right? Sergeant Reckless. He's a horse uh, mm-hmm. that the Marines bought off of a guy and uh, trained him to carry recoilless rifles up and down the hills, and they actually ended up uh, getting a Purple Heart and. Uh, Promoted to sergeant and retired, and is buried in uh, the uh, Twenty Nine Palms. And in the stables, there's a oh, platform. Wow. And uh, there's actually a book that, out there called Sergeant Reckless. That'd be one of the soft skin three plus uh, vehicles, right? Exactly. Exactly. Unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of stuff Did, in there. I mean, there's just when you start, you know, we knew it was going to be a big book, but it was like holy mackerel, you know, it's gonna, it's gonna be. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of work. Uh, there's a bunch of army lists in there, and then we're going to do a bunch of other army lists. For, you know, there's 24 nations on the uh, UN side and four or five on the communist side, you know, so <laughs> it was the first, you know, uh, test of the, of the, well, second test of the UN, you know, Berlin Airlift was the first. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. the real first hot uh, war uh, after, uh, and this just goes yeah. down the path, you know, people say, well, when are you going to do Vietnam? Well, we've got a lot of other things to get through before we get there. John Stollard had that famous line, you know, history never stops. So, you know, we're always doing something. You know, we've got all those little uh, uh, Banana Republic rebellions, you know, the Six-Day War, uh, Yom Kippur. Uh, we've got all stuff in Haiti. we got all stuff in Dominican Republic. 
you know, we've got all the African uprisings. And then, you know, we're in the 50s right now. We haven't even got up to 65, and that's when Vietnam will be there, you know. So will yeah, we have to do Vietnam? Say, Probably. But, one, one of the major uh, speculation threads I run across of what they'll do next was actually the, the Korean conflict that uh, you're talking about. So yep. it's interesting that it falls in line that way. Yep, yep. <laughs> seems, it seems to make some more sense. Well, yeah, and it's really easy when you're a historical game company. You want to do historical miniatures. Why don't you keep on the historical track, you know? And, and you know, we just you know the best thing about historical games is that there's no power creep to them. Oh, no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, exactly. they are what they are, and that's it. And yep. deal with it. Yep. And unfortunately, there's no wizards or dragons, but, you know, you, you, you pick and choose. Well, you say that, but... Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't recall many dragons in the Korean conflict. No, but but you know, at uh, our open day in October last year, uh, Rick Priestley was out there showing his. It was called Fantaris, now it's you know Pillars of Hercules, now it's a, but he's working on a on a fantasy game that's going to use the Gates of Antares uh, matrix, and uh, so the dragons are that too would far make out. the most sense. Yeah, and then okay. we just came out with Shield Wall. You know, that's a. If you guys are Hail Caesar nuts, uh, Shield Wall is a phenomenal game. Uh, it's for, you know, you painted 10 or 15 guys, you can go ahead and start playing with them instead of having to get that 150 Gauls all painted. You can go ahead and do a Shield Wall small skirmish and work up to uh, uh, playing Hail Caesar, just like, kind of like with Test of Honor. You know, you paint up a couple samurai and a couple now, more samurai. One of the nice things you guys did is a while back. You did the free PDF download for Black Powder, for Hail Caesar, and for for something else. And I Punch was one of those. Yes, thank you. I was on the fence about a couple of those, and because you opened up that free PDF download, I jumped on it, started reading about it, and actually getting very interested. I still am on the fence about that Test of Honor one. So if you could talk to your guys about getting that free PDF download stuff again, I might yeah, yeah, I might yeah, swing yeah. a little bit. Oh, Pat, the first one's always free, just, you know. Just that. saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Free yeah, only yeah. generates more interest to buy stuff, right? Exactly. Well, and, and Test of Honor leads right into, you know, we, we released those Japanese armies for pike and shots. So now people are playing pike and shot samurai armies. So it's it's yeah. really, really cool. I, I will say, like, of all the, like, those miniatures intrigued me the most. I was like, dang, I really want to get into Test of Honor, but... Uh, so many games. Uh, right. That was my problem is, is I can only play so many games, and you guys make too many good games already. So it's well. The not, thing about to sound fanboyish, but yeah, no, no. It's you know, it, it, it's it's the golden age, and it's and it's a good problem to have. The great thing oh, about totally. Blood Ritz guys, the great thing about Testimony, the great thing about uh, Johnny and Strontium Dog, is I call them their time malleable games. And what I mean by that is, for example, Test of Honor. You say, hey, Pat, we've got 45 minutes. Let's play Test of Honor. Let's play five points, ten points. You say, hey, Jeff, we've got two hours. Let's play uh, uh, six, uh, ten planes each, uh, Blood Red Skies. You can fill that time slot with some quick, fast, fun games. You don't have to have four hours or six hours or 12 hours to play some of these games that we won't mention uh, of other companies. That, uh, but, you know, you can play them. True. You're done. And boom. And another great thing about Test of Honor is I call it the cinematic effect. When you play Test of Honor, you will swear after a while when the uh, critical hits and misses start flying that you're watching a movie. It's it's really fun, uh, and it only gets better. Well, you know the the, the geishas just came out. The other geishas just came out uh, with the summer campaign. The spring campaign was a big hit uh, with the Sochi, and then we got the summer, and then of course we got the fall and winter. Uh, oh, uh, uh, we have some other campaigns that are coming out uh, soon down the road. 
that I think okay. you guys are going to like. Uh, and uh, Test of Honor Bundle uh, A. What does that get me? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> uh, and then Blood Red Skies. You know, we've got the Bombers. Next out, we'll probably have yep. uh, their speculation, Wildcats, Hurricanes, 190s. Um, you know, there's uh, Blood Red Skies is so... There's so much to do, you know, the Pacific, and then, you know, in the East Front, the West Front, and, uh, you know, with those jet, those uh, Russian bombers that we just came out with, now you can do Stalingrad, like we talked about before, the Guadalcanal, have some German bombers come in, the JU-88s, you know, or some Russian bombers coming in and having the 109s fight them off, and here comes the White Rose of Stalingrad, Dafia comes in and with her Yak-9s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, it seems like you guys just scratched the surface so far on Blood Red Skies as far as available stuff. So, Oh, and oh, the yeah. game is so quick and fast to yeah, learn. right. That's yep. awesome. Yep. Well, not even just fast to learn, but fast to play, too. That's kind of the, like when I get in late to the shop, I can still get a game of it in because someone will, someone will have already played three games. Yep. Yeah, that would be me. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, exactly. it's hilarious. Two people say, well, I don't know. I don't, I don't have enough time. I said, you got 20 minutes. What? Yeah. I'll show you in 20 minutes yeah. or less. What? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah, here we go. 45 yeah. minutes later, they're still sitting at my table. Oh, man, that was fun. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we so blew through, I think, a, a nine-on-nine game in about, I don't know, 35 minutes, and that was when we didn't know the rules very well and we had to look yep. stuff up. So In the, fan, in the like, fantastic. the 10 pages of rules that it, come with it that are, like, super <laughs> simple and actually still very strategic, it's a great game. Oh, then you sure have well, those cards in there. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, you, you add the extra depth and you want to go deeper into the actual cards. So I started actually fishing through those a little bit, too. Yeah, Theater, so, yeah. the Doctor, and the Ace cards. And then you get the particular aces, you know, like Galad and, and Sailor and, and Preddy. And then and then you can really get some crazy stuff. And Sabu, you know, uh, I always say his name wrong, Sakai. Uh, that guy is, that guy was a tough, tough guy when you read about him. And, and you know, and, and I don't know if you guys know about George Preddy, the American P-51 guy. Um, but he was in the Blue Nose Bastards of Boddington. And in December 24, 25, around Bastogne, he was chasing some ME-109s down low. And that rule and bolt action about friendly and enemies firing at people, well, that's <laughs> kind of what Freddy's all about. He was shot down and killed by his own guys because he was tracking these 109s low, and, and they caught him in a burst from the M-16. You know, uh, a couple of aircraft guys caught him and killed him. So... Mm-hmm. Some of those, some of these rules that we got in bolt action are from actual circumstances and stuff. And George Preddy was one of the top aces from P fifty one. So, and a lot of people kind of catching flack for, well, you got you know zeros were early war, Spitfires early war, one hundred nines early war, Jack nines early war. Then you get to fifty one. Well, yeah, but that was the one that everybody recognizes in the U S. You know, and why not? Yeah, yeah, Mustang. Yep. That too. Yep. Yep. So, and, you know, we're going to have some plastic airplanes. We're going to have some metal airplanes. We're going to have some resin airplanes. We, it, it's, I, I can tell you this, we're going to do it right, and when, we're not going to hurry up and rush it. We're going to get it done right. We're going to get the models right. So we understand what you guys want out there, and we want to make sure we get it right. We don't want to rush right. something. More, just right. simply more. That's all we're looking for. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Is that wrong? <laughs> no. Yeah, hurricanes are probably up next, you know. People are saying, when's the Hellcat? Well, we got to get through the Wildcat first, don't we? And how about the 38? Right. How about the one, you know, P-39 and the P-40? How about the P-47? Okay, you're right. <laughs> the P-47 uh, test that I have is, I set it down on the table. People are like, oh, my God, is that in scale? I'm like, well, yeah, you guys realize that the P-47 
head from, from propeller tip of propeller to tip of propeller was 16 feet okay yeah. 16 Jeez. feet it was one of the first aircraft that started approaching the sound barrier in a dive and they didn't know what the hell was going on until after the war but I mean, <laughs> yes, that's that big. And then they look at the F-190, and they go, is that the scale? Yeah, it was that small. That's why they called it the kite. But it had mm-hmm. a hell of a punch in the nose. Yep. You know, two cannons and a bunch of machine guns. So it's, and then, of course, the mosquito. Uh, it's just, there's so many it fun things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the mosquitoes coming out, the, you know, the the, the uh, plywood wonder. That's a nice size uh, model as well. <laughs> um that uh, people are like, what? Yes, that's a mosquito. It's always neat to see the, the airplane nuts that come by the table when we have those laying on the table. Like, is that a forty P forty seven? Well, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I uh, can I poke in a question here, quick, just so sure, I know go ahead. something? Uh, I know when the uh, when the sets came out, some of the sets had that Bolton Paul Defiant included in there. Yes, which means you have a mold for that somewhere. Is there any chance that's ever going to go on sale for the rest of us plebeians, or am I going to have to hunt down that know. thing on eBay? Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Uh, there was talk. I, I haven't heard much. Um, I'm sure if, if we found the right price bracket, I'm sure there would. Um, we were just trying to, to to. We had some really loyal people there at the beginning, and we had a bunch of just issues. We we didn't want to rush it, so we we had some delays in, in the manufacturing and the proofreading and stuff like that so mm-hmm. but we want to give something to our loyal fans so so oh, the, yeah. the default was it's a cool little airplane uh uh but yeah you know i, I don't want to say yes i don't want to say no oh, but um you know we'll cross our fingers otherwise you have an option is ebay for three times more and it's worth right yeah exactly and you know so some of these guys are just parasites i just you know they give me it's like that little uh companies that has that little holder thing to paint your miniatures it was like ten bucks, but people were yeah. selling for two hundred dollars on eBay, and somebody yeah. would be buying them. You know, just oh man, just wait. Just because they're out of stock doesn't mean they're not going to get them back in. Something's only worth what someone will pay for it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I think, yeah. when, I think when you saw those going for like two hundred bucks, so they weren't sure if they were actually making more of them. Like, right. I, I right. think the company may have thought known whether they were making more, but they weren't telling anyone else if they were making more. So it was kind of like, of yeah, I could see people doing it. I'm not trying to justify a purchase I didn't make. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I know I we know those handles are great, see, though. Yeah, it was good to see that uh, you know we got our restock of Blood Ritz guys. We got a restock of Strontium Dog in August, so it was good because that thing sold out quicker than I expected, which is great. Um, that that's good news. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, All right, John. To go back, you know, I'm at my Warlord shopping cart here. I've got the box set of uh, the. <laughs> The samurai game. Uh, what else yeah, do I need for starter train? How much train do I need for that guy? Since I'm on the website now, anyway, that's one of the things I'll find if you listen to our podcast. That Rick is usually the shopper of the whole thing, but right, you intrigue well, me a little bit. The, the box well, set comes with two dimensional stuff, but if you really want to have some nice, neat stuff, uh, there's a packet in there that comes with uh, a bridge, uh, comes with some rice houses, and comes with the water. Uh, wheel uh, house it's kind of neat the samurai house is kind of cool and there, as a side note interesting thing uh, easter egg kind of dealy if you buy the lanterns and measuring sticks separately uh, that's the uh, four little like lamps that I've taken and put on top of tea lights so they actually glow and everything it's kind of cool. Um, cool and the the 
katanas are actually a oh, measuring oh, oh, device. Yep. yep, yep. Okay. Now, that set is really cool. Uh, but in the ninja set with the attack on the dojo, in that set with the dojo, there is also some lanterns and there's also some measuring sticks. However, you know as well as I do that ninjas never used katanas. Oh, they had okay. wakasashis. So yeah. that measuring stick in that set is straight, not curved. <laughs> <laughs> Subtlety is nice. Yeah, that's that's fun. So uh, there's also uh, the, 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 the geisha's house is really cool, the dragon house. And then if you really want to go crazy, get the Sohi temple. That thing is freaking huge. Oh, I think I've actually seen that built for another yeah. game system, and it yeah. is monstrously big. It's yeah. massive. And that, well, and one, thing hope you notice, one thing I hope you notice, John, when you, when you come up to see our our little tournament and stuff is that we, you know, last year we had a lot of compliments on our terrain, and that Excellent. goes to a lot of Dale and Jeff and myself and uh, another Not player so that had brought some stuff in. We actually had guys from the, the 40K tournament coming down and said, yeah, we were told we have to come down here and look at your terrain because it's that good. Excellent. And Excellent. I've heard that I've heard that comment over and over again, even going to other bolt action tournaments, and I'm like, wow, okay, cool. I always just thought my stuff was kind of okay. And I'm sure Jeff kind of feels the same way, but mm. I, I'm hoping to get an outside perspective of, you know, if we actually, we really kind of drive for the immersion factor of the whole thing and capturing these kits and these ideas that we have and research together. So I'd be interested to get your, your feedback on how exactly our terrain works out. Excellent, Pat. You. And, and you, you raised a good good topic, if you don't mind. We're going to go down another rabbit hole. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, we love rabbit holes around here. Uh, it's half our podcast. Excellent. Uh, when I travel, and uh, I've got a limited amount of space in my vehicle of choice, whatever I'm bringing or sending. So a lot of times people say, hey, if you're going to run a tournament, could you bring some train? Well, of course. I've, I've got, uh, thanks to uh, some benefactors, uh, Elliot Vigil and some other guys, uh, they've given me some train. I've got some nice train. And, and Elliot came up with a great idea. And what we have done is we've taken 10 uh, clear plastic containers, those big things you see at Home Depot or Lowe's or Menards. Uh, uh, I love Menards. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, and we spray-painted numbers on the side, like one, two, one through 10. So I can go to an event, place this box on a table, and everything in it is set up for a table. So... Boom, there's your table. So I can do 10 tables of train. That's 20 players. However, if I do that, that's 10 bins of train and not 10 bins of goodies for you guys. <laughs> so we, yeah, Of uh, non-sales holding stuff, exactly. as we call it, non-value added. Yes. Yeah, so me and Tony have had a lot of discussions, and Tony Radford's one of the guys I run, run with. He's my uh, local guy here. And, uh, I got left arms and right arms, you know, Steve Smith. And, and you know, my Raiders, we'll talk about those some other time. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, Seamus is one, and, and uh, um, oh, God, I, I can see his face, and I can't remember his name, the guy up north there. There's Seamus, and then there's, um, oh, crap. Oh, I'm really sorry, I forgot his name. Um, is that another one of the downloader guys? Yeah, yeah, one of my raiders that's up there north. Okay. Um, uh, he's um, Chicago area? Well, there, there's Paul Long and Dennis Johnson, and then there's, uh, Seamus, and then oh, I see uh, Brian. What's his name? Oh, 
And then this uh, other guy, who's awesome. Hamrin, 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 I think his last name. Oh, well, anyway, I'll get his name up the minute we, can, we stop we can, talking. We can, uh, um, we can cut that out. <laughs> yeah, I apologize for forgetting his name. Um, I, what we're talking about is is maybe we'll bring two or three tables, four to most, but the people have to start supplying their tables and starting to supply the terrain. And mm-hmm. we're talking about, you know, if your group brings a table and sets it up, maybe we'll give a prize for the best table. Or uh, we're working with some companies uh, to be named later that we might have a a, a box o terrain uh, for you know shattered landscape, uh, hills, stuff like that. So it's all in one box, unpainted of course, but Naturally. you know you guys can buy it and build it, and then. Uh, I did have the opportunity was over in England in March to go attend one called uh, Cambridge Too Far. Uh, it was yeah. a in Cambridge. Yeah, I heard a lot about that one. That's clever. Um, I wish we had such a clever name like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that event was something I've never seen before, and I was so impressed. Uh, it's the largest bolt action game uh, tournament I've ever seen. Uh, Eighty players. Uh, 78 I think was total 40 tables every single one of them was different every single one of them was packed with train every single one of them was beautiful they had um, a rail gun on one of them a U-boat pin on one of them an Italian airfield in the desert on one of them uh, bunkers beaches uh, it Everything uh, from all over the world. Are you just listing off our train tables for Operation Snafu <laughs> at this point? Exactly exactly um so, it's uh, it's um, it's something that, and I've said this before, and I'll say this to my dying day. There's nothing like playing on a table that's got phenomenal terrain and well painted miniatures. There's just something about it that just can't be beat. I don't care what video game you play or whatever. There's just something about playing on a really nice table. And, that's the uh, main reason to go to tournaments rather than just playing the club. Because the club, you're testing stuff out. You've got your proxy models. You've got this here. This box does this. Oh, I found this in the back room. We'll count this as a this. Yeah. But when you get to when you get to tournaments and you got, you know, and, and not to toot our own horn, but I really think we do a great job with our terrain and our tables and stuff like that and trying to get that whole selling a story thing and then playing on them with all these. We have a really great collection of players in the Twin Cities here who have fantastic painting abilities and the majority of them just they're just to put their models on tables like I'm sorry one of you guys is not the best it's tough to tell you that we have that caliber of players for the stuff that's going on so it's really cool to get a lot of pictures from it I hope you'll really enjoy it when you're up here well I'm looking forward to it and I think you know it's the 17th and 18th of November so everybody should be there um, 16th 17th 18th of course 16th 17th <laughs> I'll probably be up there the 15th or 16th because right before that there's another event I mean there's three events right there in November first weekend second weekend and third weekend in November. Uh, I have to dig up my calendar, but uh, they're they're we're gonna come up and we're probably gonna stay because my sister's up there for oh, Thanksgiving, nice. so we might get a game. Oh, that's right, you mentioned that. So uh, that's, we've that's got our events since since we brought it up. So you said that you're or alluded to that you're gonna bring one of your demo teams up for the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday that the Renegade Open is there, correct? Sure. Sure. Okay. Uh, we have our what we call a recon rumble going on Friday, which is during the day and should wrap up by about 5 p.m. And we've kind of opened up our Friday night to a challenge, a snafu Uh-oh. podcast or open Uh-oh. gaming. Oh, and 
I was just curious on Friday night if you might be up for playing a game against my Brits. Uh, with I, I, you got I, I hear a gauntlet getting pulled out. Yes. <laughs> okay. I will give um, you this choice. You can either go by the Recon Rumble rules, which is our Friday event, or you can go by the sna- the Operation Snafu rules, which is our two-day event, okay. if you're interested. Okay, Pat. And you're playing who? The British. And who would you like to play against? Well, you, of course. No, 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 no. What army would you like to play against? Well, how many armies do you have to pick from? <laughs> which army? Surprise me. Pat, which <laughs> army would you like to play against? <laughs> Uh, a, a bolt action army? Is that what you're okay. going for? <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I think I can probably come up with something. Okay. I think it'd be fun. That'd How be many fun. points? What's your points? So we've got a recon rumble, which is, uh, I think I talked to you unofficially about this. So we've got it's a 700 points, 8 order dice limit via okay. the appendix 2. Uh, and that's basically tank wars without tanks. Oh, cool. If you can wrap your head around that. Of course. So everyone has to be in a transport except for whoever forward deploys or has the advanced deployment stuff. Or we've got our Operation Snafu rules, which is a single reinforced platoon, 1,250 points. There you go. Bring your big toys. Have fun. And that's well, also a 12-order dice limit. Yeah, so there's just a dice limit too. So 8 and 12. Okay, 8 and 12. Gotcha. So yeah. you let me know which one you want to do, and I'd, I'd love to sit down and have a game with you. I think it would be really fun. I think a lot of people enjoy that. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. I look forward to that. It would be a lot of fun. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. all excited now. And I'll even let you pick the table since I'll probably have almost a quarter or a third of the tables I have done, so I'll let you pick which table you want to play on, too, so there's no home field advantage. Sure, sure. <laughs> Sounds so good. Maybe we'll bring up some uh, stuff and we'll talk about that uh, Land of the Morning Calm. Maybe we'll play a scenario of that as well. Ooh. Well, we can do whatever else you want to demo, too. That'd be great. <laughs> Brent Price. I don't think anyone would object to that whatsoever. <laughs> Excellent, right. yeah. Brent Price. I probably remember his name. Brent Price. Sorry. There you there go. You, go. Um, right. you had to not think for a second to get it. Exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah I think it'd be great. I think that'd be a hoot and a holler, and I, and, I, and I enjoy that. It's always fun to throw down, and, and yeah, I think it'd be great. You might as well play the game. You try to pitch and sell it everywhere, right? More well, so I did a... help write it, so I should play it, right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's whether or not you're good at it is the real question. Exactly, or, or you get those. You, you, I mean, how many of you guys remember the old uh, was it uh, Jervis Johnson's uh, curse that never went in a game, or or Andy Chambers, or, or Gaff Thorpe? You know those guys. That was always fun to watch. And oh, he's gonna lose this one because he always does. Well, I was gonna say Gav Thorpe wrote the stinking dwarf book that you couldn't win a game with. So yeah, yeah. he wrote Strontium Dog and uh, <laughs> yeah, Strontium Dog with Andy Chambers, and uh, he's redeemed okay. himself most definitely. I, I'm intrigued just because it's it is a small model count and they're I don't know what I think about uh the, the guy with the, the tiny torso. <laughs> oh the low down fee? <laughs> yeah. That one's like an interesting model. <laughs> he, looks, yeah, he hides really well behind cover. <laughs> okay. Oh that makes yeah. sense. He's low down, yeah. yeah. And then you got multi arm <laughs> Minerva with multi arms, she can shoot five pistols at the same time. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, Why she's cool. <laughs> That's coming out next month. No, oh, that's, coming out with, that's, not in the, that's not in the set. Okay. Yeah, she's okay. she's with uh, McNulty, Red Durham, and uh, uh, Kidney. Uh, uh, he's in and uh, um, Blubber Lips and uh, Fly Eye. Okay. I'm 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 having problems here because I'm shopping like Pat says. I'm I'm always shopping. And first of all, Test of Honor. There's too many choices. That's my problem. 
can't justify yeah, my cards already up to 150 bucks. I gotta yeah. cut something. <laughs> yeah, right. You're like, dang it, now I gotta stop. Yeah, because I'm like, I can't buy the $230 box that my wife would kill me. But if I yeah. found one of these that I could buy, that'd be great. But they all look kind of cool. I might have to buy uh, the know, ninjas. John really well, sold me on the fact that he talked about. We, you have 45 Go minutes. Ahead. Let's play 15 points. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, there's so yeah. many. Like, well, the, the, Every other week, I have only two hours to be there, and I would love yeah. to, you know, chit chat for an hour and then play an hour game. But yeah. all these games that we sit down and play are two hours long, and it's like yep. I can't do that every week, and I feel like yeah. I'm getting gypped in my playtime. Well, yeah. the basic game, the, the basic box in a test of honor is fifty bucks, and you get thirty-five miniatures. Thirty-five miniatures, okay. but, fifty bucks. But it turns and out, then, in exchange for money, I can get some playtime back. Exactly, <laughs> and, and, and you get your taste, and then. And then you can go get the you know the mounted female, or you can get the uh, the Ronin, or go get uh, Chiobi, the big old fat dude with the two handed sword. You know you can start tailor making your guys, but the basic yeah. set's fifty bucks, just like Blood Ritz guys. Okay. Just and then what happened to the good drug dealer adage where where this one is free, and then when you come back, I start charging you. Where, where's the free one first? The PDF baby. Part? The PDF baby. <laughs> Okay, and when do they release those for free again? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That be? Uh-huh. Well, I gotta have you email addresses, guys. You know, <laughs> if you don't have mine by now, you're not paying much attention. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. Yeah, we've discovered that the fifty, fifty, sixty dollar price mark is just about everybody will drop fifty, sixty bucks to try something. You know, yeah, I, I, that's, that's about the drug dealer. This one's free, and you can have the rest yeah. later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. In, this, in this day and age, yeah, I would agree with that. That's about right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Project Z was fifty bucks. Blood Red Skies is fifty. Strontium Dog is sixty because there's a lot of train in that box. I mean, it's it's really kind of cool. And then uh, you know, Test of Honor is fifty bucks. Uh, you know, so it's that's the okay. magic number. That's at the price point of I spent enough on it that I need to play it. Versus yeah. something, you know, I, I bought several games at 25 30 bucks that I haven't ever played and don't care. Because I'm like, ah, yeah. I tried it, I looked it over, <laughs> I read the rules, I'm like, no, not that convinced. But I think a little more would be like, we got to play this once. And I think Jeff knows the yeah. one game that I forced him to play a couple of times, one of the board games I picked up for just whatever. And he's like, okay, yep, we played that, we didn't have to do it anymore. I'm like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. That, yep, we got our money out of that one. <laughs> Well, at least you're not living in the in the magic kingdom of hey, we're coming out with a game that everybody loved way back in the day, but we're gonna charge you three hundred bucks for it. What crap no. are you smoking on that one? Oh my god! No, I have that game. Oh, you do? Do do you? Wait. Well, actually, there's the game back in the eighties. I think oh, I, of I talked to you guys the about game. this. Yes, the yes. game. Uh, you ever hear about Supremacy? Yes. Yeah, yes. so I played that game back in the 80s, and it was riddled yes. with pitfalls. And they kickstarted it and reissued it, and I jumped in with all my googly rose-colored glasses and paid 130 bucks, and I got it, and I'm like, are you serious? Uh, well, <laughs> now I have and they, to fucking they, play this game. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and they and they had that, you know, they, they re, some guy decided to, to dust off the, the shelves, and they, they did the Kickstarter for the Grenadier models. You know, yep. okay, when we first started playing D&D, yeah, those and Ralph Parthel were the only things we had, so we played with them. But nowadays, there's a little better quality out there. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. nostalgia, but damn. <laughs> yeah. Nostalgia will bite you every time. <laughs> uh, 
I can't say it's that almost that's... as bad as some other companies out there. They're like, yeah, you can have this. It's only your entire paycheck. Damn it! I hate you. Open yeah. wallet, hand it to you. Yeah, yeah. Take my money. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Cool. What else questions you guys got? Come on. Yeah, I was to say I'm I'm fresh out of questions at this point. You've talked about you've talked about uh, the desert campaign. Uh, yes. You've talked. Oh, and the plastic well, eighty-eight. Oh yeah, we we love that model, by the way. We do. I have the yeah. uh, box sitting next to me here. Yeah. Well, and then you think about it. So now we got the plastic eighty-eight. All we have to do now is make crews for whatever damn theater we want. And hey, look, there's the plastic eighty-eight and this crew yep. and this crew and this crew. <laughs> so you're probably going to see a desert crew here real soon. Uh, wink, wink. Okay. Did you not talk about Raiders yet? Uh, which, which Raiders, Raiders is. No, there's there's my Raiders, the Russell's Raiders. That's the guys that are you know. There's about twenty plus of us around the United States, and and uh, there are guys that that uh, I depend upon to cover twenty five conventions a year. You know. Uh, yep. Uh, and uh, they're they're you know twenty five of the twenty three of the most closest guys that I uh, that I've come to really like. It's taken me three years to get to twenty two, so we're a little picky. Uh, of who we uh, uh, choose, and then there's the Sarge program that the stores have. It's a little different. The Sarges help the stores, but the Raiders are out there bringing the light to the masses and uh, and helping us at like Nova or Adepticon or Dicon or you know open houses and places we go to Little Wars. Uh, then we have guys in the East Coast that you know from here to Lancaster, Pennsylvania, where Historicon is. That's 17 hours for me. So I've got some guys in the, on the East Coast that are live two hours from me, from there. So what they'll do is they'll proxy and they'll handle warlord affairs through me out there. So it's uh, we've, we've been into it about, uh, I've been doing this for three years with my Raiders, and we've been doing it for almost, uh, uh, this is our first real year on the books, uh, starting in January. So we're, it's a test and we're having fun and, uh, uh, you're approached, you're asked to be a Raider instead of asking to be a Raider. I mean, there's a lot of great guys out there, don't get me wrong, and I see passion and I see see people who are just really, really great, but you're going to be representing me out there in, in the darkness, so I want to make sure that, that uh, you know what you're doing, what we're talking about, and how you can paint and what you're doing and, and how you play. So it's a three-step process. Um, a guy will come up and say, hey, uh, I think this guy Bobby over here is kind of cool. That's okay. Well, who's in the area? Well, Jimbo's in there. So Jimbo will come, not not stalk, but he'll come and watch Bobby, uh, you know, at a convention or two and ask him some questions. Very subtle difference. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Jimbo will say, yeah, John, I think he's cool. And I'm old school, so I'll call Bobby, and we'll talk for 45 minutes to an hour on the phone. And I'll That'd get be a, few a short form. conversation with you. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, have him send some pictures of his stuff. Ask the people and uh, uh, and uh, and then we'll put them in the apprenticeship. And it's about a, a year. We put you on some events and see how you handle yourself. And uh, then we get you a shirt. If you see a guy that's got a warlord shirt on, it's a maroon shirt that's got his name and a saying on there. Like uh, Eric Fontaine's got rock star. Uh, one guy's got uh, ogre. One guy's got. Uh, um, uh, Ed Nelson up north in New England's got uh, Miskatonic professor, um, you know. So <laughs> some guys got different things, uh, you know. Uh, the rules lawyer, um, uh, tournament guy, you know, Jay Casper. Uh, the, then you know that they're me, 
or they've been picked by me, and uh, you, they they know their shit. Uh, okay. Uh, so that's the Raiders. That's the Russell Raiders. Then there's the Raiders game we're working on for Bo- for Warlord, and that's there uh, it is. Yeah, uh, that's the game we're working on now. Uh, it's basically in thirty seconds or less. It's a true skirmish game. Every model gets a dice instead of the squad. So it's a little more dynamic. There's a little more close knife action. There's a grenades, knife action. Every single protagonist or World War II had an elite force. Uh, every okay. one. Uh, you know, Japanese airborne, uh, the, the Russian boat service, the British commandos, the American FSSF, you know, um, everybody had somebody that was super duper elite. E- even the Marines and, and the airborne, you know. So we're going to have. You know the Bruneval raid, uh, the, the the chariot. You know I've got a great game I like playing that I have uh, that I made the board for for Operation Chariot. You know the Nazaire raid, you know, the boats in the dock and everything. It probably won't be as good as your guys' train, but I, I like it. And uh, uh, I appreciate your optimism. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but every, you know, there's always those small action raids. You know, Evan Amal, uh, get Hitler, kill Churchill. Uh, you know, is, so is this more of a, a, a four by four instead of a six yeah. by four table sort of yeah. thing? Okay. Yeah, yeah, up close Sweet. and personal. Well, well yeah. good because I have some mats to deal with for that that I have been sitting yeah. around for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and it's going to be, you know, the, it's going to be a one big rule book. Uh, you know, kind of like Gates of Antares or Bolt Action. You know, a couple okay. hundred pages, okay. uh, and it's going to be. Uh, we've got three <laughs> cells testing it now in the United States. Uh, and we're getting some mm. great feedback. Solo action. If you'd like uh, us to test that for us, go ahead and send us a copy. We'll be more than happy to, to go through it and, uh, yeah, yeah. and give you some feedback. Yeah, we've got more than guys, happy. Yes, uh, some guys are working on, you know, Ebamal uh, example where, you know, a couple squads held off an army. You know, just it's right now it's being worked on and it's something that's near and dear to our heart that we want to do and it's. It's uh, it's really, really in the ebb and flow right now. So it's, it's uh, got a lot I of guys like working. A dive. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it's uh, it's going to be fun. Uh, we Good. had different concepts and different ideas. Yeah, it, it's it's a lot of fun. We we, we played a little test of it at uh, War of Gamescon in May, and people were just they were loving it. It was. Well, you know, you got the do you think Japanese. that'll be a demo by uh, Renegade Open in November? Oh, we can maybe run something. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure we'll have some polished it by then. Sure, <laughs> some unofficial uh, handwritten notes with a uh, signature on it. Uh, we can yeah, know, yeah, option yeah, off yeah. for charity or something. Oh no, it's 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 not handwritten notes. We, we've got about seven, eighty pages already. So I mean, it's it's uh, yeah, it's 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 fun. It's uh, got a lot of guys that are uh, working hours on it, like you know, hidden double hidden movement. You know, the old uh, uh, what was that game? Uh, games work. Uh, GW, uh, oh, they did uh, Europa series, you know, that old board game. They, they had a game system for Operation Market Garden. It had two maps in it. Oh, they had double counters. And you had a map, and I had a map, and we had oh, dummy cool. counters. So, so really, really hit double hit, hit and blind stuff, you know, with guys working on that for that. And, uh, just, it's, it's the stuff that never made the headlines, but was important, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, we're working on a lot of that. Um, it, it's it's going to be, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and uh, uh, we got some guys. Well, based on what you guys have put out so far, I'd be very disappointed if you gave up something that was like, hey, here you go. This is meh. Why don't you play it? <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. Right? Yeah. It'll fit that niche, and it'll take care of that itch. Pat, Pat's not going to sleep this weekend of our tournament because there's a lot of things to do, apparently. We're going to have to see all the stuff. It's going to be a lot of... Well, lot on the upside, I won't need a hotel room. <laughs> Fair. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I might need a, a divorce lawyer, but you know, I, I I shouldn't need a hotel room. I know one of those. Right. There you go. <laughs> That's right. It's not. Me. Oh, so looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, can't wait. I, I've got At the same more. time, I still have a board and a half of terrain to get through, and some other figures I have to paint up before then, and it's like too soon. I'm I'm like. I'm like three weeks behind our schedule of where I want to be before our tournaments as far as painting and terrain-wise, and so i just excited to have it all happen, but still want to make sure I'm ready for it before it gets here, you know? The icy cold terror right. hits the stomach, and you're like, yeah, but hey, at least you got a schedule. What are those things, you know? I mean, it, <laughs> good stuff. The, the guys will tell you that the schedule is self-inflicted, and that I'm, I'm the, apparently nice. the ball buster of the group. That, Good. Someone, someone's got to be. But yeah. Fortunately, well, I mean, you know, it all boils down. If, if you guys can get thirty minutes a day, thirty minutes a day, that you know, it just somewhere there's got to be thirty minutes in the morning. I mean, I used to wake up, got off floor in the morning to go to my other job, and now I just, I just do warlord stuff. But uh, I would get up and try to get thirty are you guys minutes. Taking a day. resumes? Uh, yeah, I, I think they are. I don't know what they're doing with them, but I know they're taking them. But uh, uh, <laughs> they're folding them up into paper airplanes for paratroopers. Yeah, yeah well, we need them for something, though, for the paratrooper dropper. Hey, that's the new airplane right, for yeah. Lord's guys. Yeah. Um, uh, just thirty minutes a day, guys. Just, just you know, even if it's just yeah. sitting at your desk, cutting out sprues or something. Just thirty minutes. Get, get your mind in the thing. You know, get your mind in the game. Put some. Put some paint on a metal piece or a plastic, just something. Yeah, it might be scattered brain, but you'd be surprised. In you know a month, you might have a squad or two done. Yeah, you know <sighs> the same. The same thing. I've, I've mentioned this podcast before is that you know I have a. I'm blessed that I have a wife who's very uh, enforcing of my hobbies, and I have an upstairs paintation, a downstairs paint station, and that you know the one is upstairs is you know the the brush and palette and the trims and whatever, and that's in the same room that she watches TV and does her little. Whatever the hell she does in the computer, I have no idea. But she does that, and you know we're in the same room together, and that's good enough for us. And at least I have right. that, so I get you know I get that thirty to sixty minutes a day just to do that. And that you know, that's a yeah. big difference. It makes it not just stuff out pretty quick. Right. I could only wish. Yeah. I've I've ruined too many pieces of furniture doing that. That's why I'm not allowed to do it anymore. <laughs> well, well, try having try taking her antique table and putting a piece of glass over it and going, okay, can you use this? And she goes. Yeah, why don't you bring the armoire down too, and you can put your stuff in there. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, the problem is, sure, yeah, I'm on my way, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, and that's where it is. I, the so, problem is, is I'd put the glass down, and then somehow I'd get like super glue, like six feet away from me. I don't, and then it would, it would be destroyed, and I'd be like, God, I have to go finish this, refinish this now. And again, yeah, well, how many I have times six did you? Uh, yeah, how many times did you uh, be painting, and all of a sudden your paintbrush is in your coffee cup? All the time. <laughs> well, it's usually the other way where I drink my, I just drink my paint water. The and beer cup's the problem. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. really is actually yeah. the problem. I, I Thankfully, most of the paints we use are non-toxic, so just power through. Right. It, no, that's true, because anything that's toxic, I'm using other stuff to clean with. And God, if I drink a thing of mineral spirits, I would not be here anymore. That's right. <laughs> my only other question is, when are you going to do a linked campaign between Bolt Action and like any of your other systems, like Gates of Antares, using the Doctor Who set. 
Like, well, that's a good question. A little time travel. <laughs> that's a good question. Because, I mean, that, you know, we haven't even talked about Doctor Who, and, man, that's a fun game. I mean, that's just... That's uh, like a whole different podcast. Right? I yeah. know, right? Oh, yeah. I know. And the models but are phenomenal. I mean, they're just... That's a different rabbit hole I don't think we have time for. <laughs> a time vortex hole, right? Come on, man. Yes, exactly. Pun intended. Yes. yes. No, yes. quite honestly. That's a, a good question, yeah. There's well, you know, they got the Daleks, you know, that World War II thing, you know, with Churchill and stuff. Why not, right? Sure. I guess it's yeah. probably, I'm thinking maybe it's probably basically Conflict 47, I guess, sort of. But yeah, I, you know, it's always funny. People say, you know, what's Conflict 47? What's bolt action with pew pew and walkers? <laughs> you know, it's lots, lots of crazy stuff that would have been really interesting if the war had actually played out that way. Yeah, and, well, and Defiance just came out. And there's some beautiful see. models for that. Um, okay. uh, Are those the ones in the picture you just sent me? Uh, no, that's my uh, shelves of bolt action stuff you were asking about. Oh, yeah, wow. I was like, going to say one? challenge challenge received. That's that's some <laughs> that's some okay. Uh, well, again, I'm going to remind you that this is your job. <laughs> this that's is right. my hobby. <laughs> that's right, exactly. <laughs> but. <laughs> but I do actually have uh, roughly nine tables of actually fully painted functional terrain. Nice. Only I one bolt action army at this stage, and uh, I would like to get my Germans going. But I made the mistake of like jumping on a sail at one point, and I have so uh, many. I'm like, I don't, I don't even know where to start. You know. Yep. One so you know, what I did. I, I went ahead with that test honor we were talking about, and I added uh, one small platoon of Germans to that, which I'll paint them first, and then, and then allow myself to paint the test of honor. I can go back to the rest of Germans after yep. that. So. Yep, exactly, exactly, and that's how you get stuff done. Yeah, you got to do that the, the benefit reward thing. You know, you got to. I have to do this, and then I can play with that. Yep. Did you just like, seriously? I, I got to do the squad, and then I can paint that Panther too. Yes, he did. Panther yes, he did. Three or whatever, well, whatever tank you want to. Well, well, you know, yeah, and then the King Tiger or the Panther with the railgun from K forty seven. That thing looks sweet, by the way. Just gonna throw that yeah. out. Yeah. I'm, I'm ashamed to admit these guys that actually I do have uh, the base rule book for Conflict forty seven and the most latest expansion for Conflict forty seven as well. Defiance, and I have yeah. read them. Yeah, yeah. Defiance. Okay. Yes, I do have a copy of that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which, by the way. As soon as I stop reading most of it, I put it right in our prize pack for Operation Snafu. <laughs> <laughs> Seems how that works. I, I do keep up on other games, even though I don't play them, but they're still kind yes. of intrigue. I like to I like to go through and, and pull scenarios and ideas out of those type of stuff. So yeah. you know, there's plenty of there's plenty of yeah there's lots of different stuff you can pull out of them. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah, and well, I guarantee then, most of them have well, nothing to do with the scenarios I have for Recon Rumble. I guarantee well, that. And, don't, <laughs> and then, and no, don't forget that 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 cornucopia, treasure chest, bountiful idea, and oh my God, I, it, the hits just keep coming. Squad leader, I mean, come on, all those scenarios in there <laughs> are just you going mean, back to old school. One, oh yeah, I've, I mean, I've got one. We we're at uh, Little Wars, and I've always been wanting to do this scenario. There's. Uh, a scenario in the old SNL pack, uh, uh, you know, the old squad leader pack of some Russian partisans getting supplied by Soviet Airborne and attacked by the Florin Gray, the mounted horse German army. And some guy in some guy in Little Wars had thirty mounted Germans plus pack horses for sale, and that 
damn it. I'm, I, I, I got to stay away from flea markets, but damn it, I, I had to buy them. <laughs> so now I've got 30 mounted <laughs> Germans, and I've got Russian partisans, and now I just need to make some Soviet airborne, and boom, I've got that scenario all ready to roll. Right, now you got to paint something to go with those stuff that you picked up at a discount, quote-unquote. <laughs> yeah, well, they were painted. They were painted. Yeah, uh, oh, you picked up painted stuff, and you're like, okay, these are painted, but they're not the way I want them painted. So you oh, have to strip yeah. them out, and you have to repaint them. I understand. Yeah. No, this guy actually did a good job. He, I was really impressed with him. I'll bring him up, and I'll show him to you. Uh, well, maybe that might be the army okay. I bring. Mm. Oh, <laughs> but uh, and since, okay. yeah, well, you know, and, and since the cavalry rules are mine in the bolt action, maybe I might use those. <laughs> you, should, you, know, you should do that. You one do thing that you know, we actually we had covered uh, armies of Poland our last podcast, and I just want yes. to throw this out because no one has pinged me on Facebook yet. Is that we missed out mentioning the fact that the cavalry actually have tough fighter built into their rules? Yep. Yep. Oh. We, we never mentioned that. We skipped yep. over it a couple times, and I haven't got pinged on Facebook yet. So I just want to say. <laughs> So with the lancers, with their extra attack, those are tough fighters. Just want to put yep. that out there. Yeah. Well, and and yeah, nice. I, they were pretty bad, and they, they did get nerfed a little bit with Alessio, and, and maybe they did need to be, but they they were damn tough, and they're still damn tough now. If you let them hit, just don't let them hit. Well, right. They still have two attacks, and they're tough fighters. And I mean, if you're dumb enough to let that thing charge you, then you totally oh deserve God. the hammer. You're gonna get ground to pulp. So. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> I gotta agree with you right there. Yep. Yep. Now, if we start talking about cavalry, you know, and we go into the Mongolian cavalry for Korea, oh, wait, we can't talk about that. So, anyway. No, we, we wouldn't do that at this point. <laughs> it's way too late. We, we, can't, we can't talk anything about Korea at this point. It's, we're after... Exactly. Aw. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm... Yeah, I know. Maybe, maybe next episode. Sure. And, and we'll have another episode, yeah. Oh, John, think we can have you on again? Oh, yeah, hell yeah. Anytime. Would you mind? This is great. No, not at all. I love this stuff. This is great. And, you know, it's... I, I like talking to guys that are enthusiastic about the hobby. They know they ask the right questions. They have the great stuff, and I and I it it it, it helps it helps me get up in the morning to go think. Oh, I'm gonna talk to these guys. I'm gonna go see this train. I'm gonna go to this event, and uh, it does get sometimes a grind. People would say, but every place I go is fresh. Every place somebody's got a new interpretation of a rule. Somebody's got a new idea. Somebody comes up with a you know the the fog of, fog of war rule that, that we that we use now every once in a while. Or somebody comes up with. Uh, uh, exhausted rule D6. That's Ed Rossman and his his idea how to speed up a game for tournaments and stuff. And there's there's a bunch of little tricks out there that I just absolutely love. I love seeing people, their passion. I love watching people talk to me about their armies and, and how they painted them. And 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 I love making terrain. I love. Uh, I'm shitty at it, but I love making it. And I, you know, sometimes it's just a lot of fun to do that. And there's some companies out there, Warlord Games, Frontline Games, that have got some beautiful mats, you know, cigar box mats, those mouse mats. I mean, there's a lot of stuff out there. We are in the golden age of gaming, but still, you still got to sit down. You still got to put paint on it. You still have to take your time to make that model yours. And, and, and I, you got to like it. And you got to like it. You know, you're your worst critic. Yeah, People are saying, well, how do I, you know, I say, look, use the three foot roll. Does it look good at three feet? Because nobody else gets closer than that when you're playing. Yeah. You know, and you're your worst critic, and if you're happy with it, seal it and press. Don't try to fix that guy's eye, eyebrow or that eyelid or that eyeball. Just go, you know, and, and I, you know. What are eyeballs? Yeah, or you, yeah, if you do eyeballs. <laughs> then you get those guys that say, well, that's not the right Prussian blue on your Napoleonics. Well, guess what, pal? They're not on the parade grounds. They've been out in the field for six months, so that shit faded. It was dying. <laughs> it's not why it's gray. So you, you can take your Prussian blue and go, you know, go out for a hike. You know, so it's just... 
these button counters we get out there say, come on guys, I know if you truly want to play a historical game, then that means that the Germans are going to lose, Custer gets killed, and Charlemagne is great but still dies, and so does Genghis Khan. So unless you want to play exactly like that, it's all fantasy, it's all fun. Come on, guys, it's a hobby. Let's have a good time. You know what I mean? Right. Right here. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a that's a good place to wrap her up. That's, that's a good that's wrap. A, there. That's, a, that's a good way to end it. Thanks, guys. Have Perfect. fun. Have fun. Yeah. That is that is the most that is yeah. the key yeah. component to me about gaming. Yeah, absolutely. If you're not having fun, you need to reevaluate what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. And that's what's great. You know, after four hours of sitting down on the desk and painting. You walk away, there's something on that desk when you leave. When you sit down in front of a TV screen and play four hours of Fallout 3 and you turn it off, you got shit. You got nothing yeah. for, to justify that four hours. I mean, I'll do it because I love that game. But, I mean... Uh, well, well, hang on. I just picked up Mad 19. I mean, don't, okay, don't yeah. discredit me yet. Oh, no, 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 no. You got you, you to gotta, you gotta stay... You got to keep that mind active and try different yeah. things. That's why one hobby killer is Madden every in the fall, you know. Yep. Man, That's the downfall God I got. <laughs> oh, you're killing me with I know. That, man. Right? Exactly. I mean, do the Vikings not lose enough for you? Like, no, in real life? You come gotta... on now. I'm a Packer fan. Let's go. <laughs> who's, who's, who's on the cover? Who's going to not be great this oh, yeah, who's going to be hurt this Some coming? guy from Pittsburgh. Are you four? Ah, that doesn't oh, help no. me. It sounds like Randy Moss. <laughs> I know it's not. I know he's he's in the Hall of Fame. I, I think he did That's okay. Right. That's anyway, right. different podcast. <laughs> Let's right. cut this one. Let's cut and run, guys. John, thanks right. for coming on. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, anytime, very much. guys. Anytime. That's great. Seriously. And, and uh, just so you know, that. if you uh, if you get any lines on any more of the Blood Red Skies coming up stuff, send it to Pat because he'll get it to me. And there's guys that are just chomping at the bit here for it. So. Sure thing. Sure thing. <laughs> yeah. You got my you got my address. Send it whenever. I might have some goodies. We'll I see. also like I also like blind surprises like. You know, it shows up the, at the front door, and there's a message from you, and they're like, "Hey, Pat, thought you might like this." And I go, "Hell, yes, I do." Yeah. Hey, Jeff, well, I just guess I just got to you won't see yeah, until Thursday. Right. Half the time he's not right. sure. You know, a lot of those planes get used in the Korean like War too. So, exactly. And there's some jets too, but we won't talk about yeah. jets. No, and wait till you I see that. that, and wait till you see the Air Observer table in Napalm. But we won't talk about that right now. Oh, no, we can't. <laughs> it's too late. Oh. We gotta go. Yeah. Oh. All right, guys. All right. Hey, take care, thank and you, you call me anytime, okay? Yeah. Thank Will you do, John. Much. Thanks again. Thank you so much. You bet, Pat. you guys. Do it. This Bye. is Snafu. Over and out. Good night, guys. See ya. See you guys. See you later. The weather's fine for flying The fog has gone to bed There's such good visibility You could see victory ahead Let's fill the air with eagles Let's fill the clouds with men And we will see a world that's free When we fly home again Said the bird
bombardier to the pilot. Well, give us a little ride. The pilot said to the navigator, Why don't you slide inside? The navigator, he looked around and said to the engineer, Ah, your hands are dirty, your pants are dirty, you're dirty behind the ear. Said the bombardier to the gunner, Well, how are we fixed for lead? The pilot said to the radio man, How's the weather ahead? Said the bombardier to the pilot, Hand us that pretty crate. Five degrees to the right will make it, just as sure as fate. The ship belonged to the bombardier who opened his little bay. He saw the target, the lovely target, and suddenly... Bombs away! Said the bombardier to the pilot. Call it a day. And then the pilot said to the radio man, Say we done it again. The weather's fine for flying. The fog has gone to bed. the helicopter model for Kriata. Oh, shh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still recording. <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> yeah, you're just going to give us enough of a taste that everyone's going to want to keep keep paying attention to Blood Red Skies. Well, that, and i got to get you guh uh, listenership up, right? We're doing pretty good right now, We actually. never turn that look. down, though. We never turn that down. Yeah. Well, you know we're going to have to go back through this episode and play it real slow so we catch all the hints he's throwing at us, too. <laughs> the cryptic stuff, Morse, play it backwards. Morse, yeah, yep. Morse code in the background. <laughs> well, you're no, hey, thanks, right. guys. It was great. Talk to you guys next time. That was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mention those secret rabbits, okay? Yeah. yeah.